This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Friday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. The HSC is dealing with the fallout from a major cyber attack today. The executive says people should attend all appointments unless they are told otherwise. Here's how we reported that story earlier today. The head of the HSC says its IT system has been the subject of a major sophisticated cyber attack. The entire network has been shut down, but the COVID vaccine programme isn't affected. The Rotunda Hospital in Dublin has already cancelled most appointments, except for women who are more than 36 weeks pregnant. The National Ambulance Service, meanwhile, is operating as normal, with emergency calls still being handled. Paul Reid says other services will be affected too, but people should attend their appointment unless they hear otherwise. It won't be just Rotunda. It will impact on other hospitals and other services and other community care services. And we will be communicating out as soon as we have some further details out on that. Unless and until anybody hears from us, uh, please do come forward uh, as you have planned for appointments. Uh, Some services will be in communications later once we understand the full impacts. Uh, But unless until people hear from us, uh, please do carry on as normal. Four fishermen had a lucky escape when their trawler caught fire off the coast of Cork in the early hours of this morning. That story was covered earlier this morning. The crew of two ships involved in the rescue of four fishermen off the coast of Kinsale are being hailed for their efforts. The incident unfolded after 1am this morning when the crew were forced to abandon their boat after a fire broke out. The vessel sent out a Mayday alert and was soon joined by the Voss Pathfinder and Maersk Maker ships who were working at the nearby Kinsale gasfield. Pathfinder located the crew's bright orange life raft just after 2.30am while the crew of the Maker used the ship's powerful firefighting equipment to tackle the fire. Court Mac RNLI, the Naval Service vessel Ellie George Bernard Shaw and the rescue helicopter 117 also took part in the operation. The damaged fishing boat has sunk, however no injuries have been reported. The crew were taken back to shore by Court McSherry RNLI. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. Starting with Gaelic Games, and the Cork footballers get their National League campaign underway tomorrow. The Rebels face Kildare and Thurles. The Cork team was named last night with seven changes to the side that lost the Munster final last year. Cork selector Sean Hayes told Red FM Sport they're expecting a tough game tomorrow. Outside of Dublin, they're the next team. You'll be saying themselves on me, we will probably be the, the next best team in Leinster, but... They had a bad year last year and left in four goals in their Leinster final, semi-final that knocked them out. So um, I'm sure they will have changed their style of play slightly for Sunday, for Saturday. But look at, um, we just have to, we have to be ready for whatever they throw up. And I think concentrating ourselves is probably our, our main goal and trying to get our best team out there playing the way we want to play football. And we have to adjust the way they play, fair enough. But that would be kind of my thinking of Kildare. In football, Cork City are back in action tonight. The Rebel Army go to table toppers UCD. George Heaven, Corey Galvin and Stephen Beatty remain absent. While Garrett Morrissey could return from injury. Kickoff is at 7.45. In the Premier Division, Finn Harps host Dundalk at 5.45. While Drogheda United host St. Pat's at quarter to eight. In the Premier League tonight, newly crowned champions Manchester City visit Newcastle. Kickoff is at 8pm. And in rugby, Munster are in action in the Rainbow Cup this evening. The Reds host Connacht at Tubbett Park. Kickoff is at 6. And at 8.15, Leinster host Ulster. I'm Rory and that's the sport on Cork's Red FM and SportNation.bet. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie. It's Friday, the sun is shining, all is well with the world and the uh, broadcaster Paul Byrne marks 40 years of broadcasting. This year is his 40-year milestone. Do they ever think 
that he'd get this far. Well, why not? Talent carries you a long, long way. And he joins me by phone this morning. Paul Byrne, good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are you? I'm well. So, 40 years. Does it feel like 40 years? 140. I have my pension and free bus travel and everything at this stage. <laughs> I mean, you you started, like, like many back in the day, very, very young and pirates. But preceding that... Like, school didn't interest you. Um, you didn't sit a leaving cert. You didn't sit an interest cert. Um, why not? Um, being honest, Neil, I just uh, wasn't suited to school or school wasn't suited to me. We just didn't see eye to eye. Uh, couldn't handle school. Didn't, uh, couldn't learn. Just didn't want to learn, I suppose, what was being taught. Um, I just had no interest in it, Neil. I just found it all too heavy. Um, I grew up, I suppose, in a family business uh, from a very young age. And I was always interested in business and in entertainment. And that's all I wanted to do from a young age was work and be involved in entertainment. And eventually, like my parents, after I mean this after years of persuasion, did allow me to leave. It took a lot of um, persuading. Um, they were very hesitant to, to leave me, uh, leave school. But uh, eventually they caved in. And um, thankfully, it is... Um, it helped, I suppose, because I, I genuinely don't think I'd be where I am today had I stayed in school. It just wasn't for me. I couldn't learn. I wouldn't say I was stupid. I'd say I was pick stupid, more or less, right? And I remember being in school at the time. I had a Timex digital watch, and I would look at the watch, and I'd say, another 60 seconds gone, another 60 seconds, another 60 seconds. I'd count down the minutes to get out of the school. And did the teachers did know that you weren't, you weren't interested or weren't really even present? Yeah, because, I mean, none of them knew my name. They all called me stupid, you know. So, um, that was it. You know, no, they they knew I wasn't interested. And, I mean, I'd often get this crap, you know, uh, look, wh- what are you doing here? And I'd often say, well, tell that to my parents, will you please? <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that way. But um, So how old, so, I mean, how old were you when you left school then? You must have been in your young teens. I was just about 15. Fifteen okay. before the junior cert or into cert, whatever it was called, the, the trick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And what did you? What did I, you do? I went working with my father. My dad, my late father, was uh, in auctioneering. Uh, John Byrne, he had a uh, furniture premises on Byrne Court and Pollard of Road in Cork, or uh, in Greenmount and Pollard of Road, and. Um, I was working there at from 15. I, as I said, I grew up in the family business. Um, so I went working there. At the start, Neil, to be honest with you, I was a little bit embarrassed to say I'd been allowed to leave school in case people would say your parents were very irresponsible. I was just too concerned about that after a while. I didn't give a hoot, you know what I mean? I was uh, out in the in the big bad world. Yeah, uh, like people did drop out, um, but they dropped out after the leaving, after the intercert usually. That wasn't uncommon then, but to drop out before probably was a little more uncommon. So did did you did you start gigging then? Did you start doing parties, discos, things like that? Um, I went into um, I, my first gig was in CCLR. It was in Two A French Church Street. You yeah. know it well, Neil. That's where we first met. And yeah. all those years ago, up the steps, uh, converted attic. Yeah. Um, that was my first gig on radio. Fifteen minutes. I remember the words. Good morning, everybody. Did you send in a uh, demo tape, was it? I did. I, I made a demo tape with the help of a friend of mine and um, put it in. I met a man called uh, Shea Kern, the owner of the station, uh, handed in the demo tape. He listened to it and he said, all right, you can start next week. And I went to myself, I think I had an accident when he said that. You know what I mean? I went, oh, Jesus, what am I after doing here? So I remember arriving to the Saturday, the following Saturday and I slotted in from 11 to 11.15. But six months later, I got a massive break in broadcasting. The, the, the programme was extended to 20 minutes. <laughs> 